Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, a podcast where fabric enthusiasts and DIY gurus discuss all things make your own gear, with the occasional poor attempt at comedy to keep it interesting. I'm Kyle Baker, the owner and founder of Ripstop by the Roll, and we're excited to have you listening. Hey everyone, welcome to Ripstop on the Record. I'm Jameson. I'm not Isaac. I'm also Isaac. You're not Carter, I think. Anyway, this week we are talking about everyday carry and travel items. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, when they think of MYOG products, they they think of mainly like backpacking, hiking, you know, that kind of stuff. But there are a lot of MYOG products, projects that, uh, that are for travel and everyday carry or uh, EDC gear. Mm-hmm. gear That's how the that fancy crowd. kids say it. And you guys certainly make a lot of that stuff. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, two main reasons why we wanted to do this episode. Reason number one, uh, in last year's development survey that we sent out, uh, we had lots of people uh, speak loud and clear about how much they either love travel items or want to learn how to make travel items. Um, I think it's pretty much obvious that as humans, travel is ubiquitous to everyone. Like It's something that you either have to do for work or family or really at this point to exist. Like You're going to have to go pick up some toilet paper at some point, and you're going to need a fanny pack to do that. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, our reason behind wanting to do it, outside of listening to all of our customers, uh, is that we want to help people create their own path in general, right? So if there's something that we struggle with in our, or we have problems in our everyday lives of not having a place to put our dirty shoes whenever we're getting on the plane, then we want to pass that on to others. So yeah, those are the reasons. Well put. <laughs> yeah, I said the shoe thing because Kyle... Every maybe six or seven months since I've worked here has like really wanted us to make a DIY shoe bag. At some point he got one and it like changed his life. Like legitimately, he was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Uh, so that's why it came to mind. Uh, Kyle, we'll probably make that one day for you. I'm a big shoe bag person as well, but we'll get into that soon. First, I would like to talk about EDC stuff. So EDC, like Isaac said, being the everyday carry stuff that you might commute with or taking your car or to work or whatever. And then travel items being like, you know, if you're taking your covered wagon across town to see your family. All right. EDC stuff first. What from your EDC system is MYOG? So the stuff in your, your backpack, your car, things like that, have you made and what is it for? Um, I'll go first because I think I have the least, uh, I mentioned earlier that you guys have really made some awesome stuff for EDC. However, I kind of dialed in my system through other people making stuff better than I could make it. So I was just about to say that one thing that's really interesting about Isaac, you're in the middle. I'm on one end of the spectrum and cars on the other, I think where Carter wants the perfect item for the job, no matter what it is. So like whether you, if you make that, then you'll make it. But if you can buy it, then you'll buy that where I pretty much just make stuff period. (laughs) Like normally it's to like, you know, I had a difficult day or a meeting or whatever. And then Isaac will normally make things that are very intentional, but you also really like making stuff. So sometimes you're like, I want to make something it's entirely intentional, but you're not like, it's not as specified as Carter will only make like one thing a month. You'll sell more than that, but it's still like pretty particular. I also think like Isaac makes a lot of things that, there maybe aren't like, because he has a, we 
both have like a very particular way of what we carry every day, how we travel. For me, those things, I've found products that are perfect for that. But I think for some stuff, Isaac either like hasn't found that thing because of the way he might carry stuff. What does Isaac think about this? We talked about you a lot the last two minutes and you haven't spoken yet. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, I, I think I've spoken about this before, but uh, in my mind, I really like think I like making things for a very specific purpose. So I don't like just, you know, sitting down at the sewing machine and being like, okay, I'm going to make this thing and having no reason to make it or no like product in mind to put into it. Um, and I think that goes along with that mentality uh, for buying things. Like if I can make something that solves the problem that I'm trying to solve, then perfect. I'll make it, you know, I don't have to spend money on it. But like Carter said, if there's a specific product that's already available on the market that does exactly what I want it to do, like solves the problem that I have, then I'm, I'm just going to buy it. I think for me, it also comes down to uh, skill level. Like what I'm, I could technically make anything, but like, for instance, the backpack I carry every day has all these multiple compartments and trays and divisions, uh, even though it's like I prefer to have like a large bag compartment like within that, there are all types of different things that I could technically design, but it would take me probably 10 to 20 prototypes and who knows how many hours yeah. and like using the laser cutter and all this other stuff to make that bag. And then it still might not be what I want. So I'm like, OK, having made things allows me to know more of what I want and what features might not work and like why having a zipper here might not be good. But when it comes to getting it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look for a bag that has all of these features. So anyways, as far as EDC, the things that I have that are MYOG are basically nothing, <laughs> pretty much basically nothing. I have a ton for travel that I've made. We'll get into that. So I don't want you guys to think that I'm just, you know, ruining the podcast over here. Uh, but for regular EDC, I have had MYOG stuff, but then uh, through like whatever I made, I figured out that somebody else had something better. And I was like, well, that seems more convenient. So I'll let you guys talk about your stuff, but I promise I, I still have the DIY mindset and spirit. Uh, I, I have a, a few things um, in my EDC system. So the, the two things or I guess the three things that I carry every day um, in my like work bag is my cables bag, my possibles pouch, I'm going to call it in quotes, uh, and my power bank bag. Uh, my cables pouch is just a ZPP I made with like some prototype fabric that's kind of cool. Um, and then my possibles pouch is a ZPK. It's not one of our like normal sizes i think i just made it to be a random size um <clears throat> but in that i just carry like anything that you might possibly need in a day you know like a <laughs> miniature flashlight a notebook a pen a lockpick set a lighter you know normal stuff yeah exactly. <laughs> crossbow <laughs> you know when you said possibles pouch you made me think of like the old disney show kim possible yeah and then you said a lockpick set. I'm like, you know what? This is actually more appropriately named than I thought. <laughs> Kim Possible was like probably my third crush, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that aligns. Probably right after Lizzie McGuire. Top tier. Yeah. Back then. Uh, anyways. So 
And then finally, my power bank bag, which is uh, very similar to one of the pouches that Carter is going to talk about later, uh, which I think, well, I won't get into it, but it's like a divided pouch. And then to make it for my power bank bag, I just added like a little cam snap to the outside uh, compartment that I put a cable in. So, so I, I have a follow-up question kind of for all of us, but mainly for you guys. Cause I guess I sort of know how I go about this, but I, I know your pouches. So I know how to ask this question, but a lot of people don't, but like all those pouches that you mentioned vary in weights from like, you have one like that, that power bank one is like a one Oh or 0.67 DCF or something. 0.67. And yes, then 0.67. it, then other pouches that you have are like a four ounce material or something as well. <clears throat> when you're making an EDC, and for us, it's a little bit skewed because like I also have some prototype fabrics that, you know, mm. I wouldn't say other people should make stuff out of or, or could make stuff out of. Yeah. But when you're making EDC stuff, what do you look at with fabric application? Uh, I kind of just make stuff that I think is cool. Looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about weight if it's going to be like something that I'm carrying from the car to the office, you know, like it's a big parking lot. Yeah. I feel that way as well. I mean, you would expect me. I think to be like, oh, I want everything to be super light and minimal. But for me, with EDC stuff, it's more important that, like, I, I want it to be minimal in the sense that everything has a place and a purpose. And there's not just like extra, I don't have 17 USB C cords, right? Like, I have specific ones for specific reasons. I have a specific size power bank for a specific reason. My toiletry bag that I carry every day has specific spots for an electric razor and deodorant and different medicines and a mini mouthwash, like all these specific things that go in places. Um, but the weight of those things, since everything has a function and a purpose, it kind of works itself out. So like the pouches that I have uh, are made uh, by, um, why can I not think of the name? Peak. Yeah. By peak design. Uh, and they're cool but they're definitely not like the lightest thing ever. Yeah. No, it's definitely uh function first. Like it's got to do the right thing more than it's got to be light. And I would agree. I don't really care for me. I choose like the coolest fabrics, the ones that look nice. I like kind of like a uniform kit sometimes. So I try to make a lot of my stuff out of the RX line, which I've talked about a lot on the podcast before. Um, but for me, there's, there are a couple, there are three things I really use on a daily basis. And one's kind of tangentially created or uh, correlated, but one is a cooler bag. So my wife got me a canvas bag from REI, um, just like one of those tote bags. And I use that as my lunch bag. It's like a normal size, not like a, like a large tote. I don't need that much lunch. I could, but I don't. Um, <clears throat> it's like a normal size tote bag, but I built a cooler insert for that bag. Um, and that thing's awesome. Isaac also has a cooler, it's a cooler, it's a more lunchbox. interesting cooler bag. Yeah, yeah. Lunchbox than mine is frankly, but I don't know. Cooler bags are really nice for EDC stuff. You can get the reflective material. You can get like closed cell foam and make it really interesting, but then you can make like a really cool cooler that fits your, your bag or your backpack or whatever. Speaking of, I need to remake mine. Isaac's is really cool though. So I think originally where the idea of doing something like that with like either reflectix or foam came from one of our customers, uh, Luke from ultralight Sacks has like this, it's basically like Isaac's cooler, but it's like designed to take beers pretty much like when you're backpacking. So I bought one of those to like check it out and like support him. And then Isaac saw that and was like, wait a second, I can make something super rad. So the one and from then, Luke is 
it fits two tall boys, right? So it's just like a triangle. Yeah, it's like a it's like a if you made a Dyneema zipper pouch, it's a regular flat pouch, and then square the bottom. Square the bottom. So it's like a it's a triangular prism. Gotcha. Uh, and it is really cool. But then Isaac basically was like, kind of like he was talking about, like, okay, I have like a need for this functional thing. And took some of those properties and then made like a really cool, it's more like a ZPP, right? With like a stretch pocket on the outside. Uh, no, it's, we don't really have a kit like this, but it's like a, it's two panels on the outside and then like a zipper gusset are in the middle. So it's not like a, uh, yeah. like a one piece design. Um, but the reason that I need to make it or I need to remake it is I didn't like get all of my center points matched up correctly. So it's kind of skewed. Um, but I think the coolest part about it was uh, since the Reflectix has like a, a Mylar um, backing, I guess, or outside, um, it sticks really well with PSA. So I took some of the double-sided adhesive tape and put it on 0.67 DCF. I think it was point. No, no, no. Is it camo? It's green. No, it's uh, spruce. 0. 0.8. So, 0. 0.8, yeah. Um, and then just like laminated that to the reflectix. So it's kind of a, kind of has a cool look that to it. It is really cool looking. Oh, I want to talk about my lunchbox very quickly. Okay. Um, so I have a super cool lunchbox from Topo Designs and I love the colors. It's phenomenal. It's also can double as a bike bag if you wanted to like commute with it. Um, it's obviously not something I made, but. Jameson always makes fun of me because I have this really cool, nice lunchbox that I love. And then I end up bringing my lunch in like a Target grocery bag every day. <laughs> or you just get, um, what's it called? Jersey Mike's delivered door dash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know why I do that because I love that lunchbox. Like today I brought my lunch. I have like a salad and chocolate covered almonds and all kinds of stuff. And instead of reaching for the lunchbox, I just got like a food line grocery bag. And that's what I brought it in. <laughs> Um, all right. So two other pieces from my EDC. I always, I love ZPPs. We've talked about that a lot on the podcast as well. And Carter and Isaac love to tease me because I've probably made 40 of them. Not all for me. We've given some away to the MST, but I do have a, basically a Rubbermaid bin at home of like ZPPs that I've made, but I love traveling with ZPPs for EDC and otherwise they're the perfect size to put anything in. I just, I love ZPPs. So I always have those in my backpack. And then finally, this is the one that's kind of more like a little bit down the, the rabbit hole, but actually Isaac inspired me to do this. Um, so if you just like have a bag, so I told you like my, the tote bag that I have to carry my lunch and my backpack, if I put those in my back seat, then over the course of the 15 mile drive that I have to work, uh, the lunch bag normally ends up like on the other side of the car, my backpack's flipped upside down and my water bottle might be spilling because you know, whatever. Um, so Isaac inspired Dude, me. you need to take like some sort of driving course, like defensive <laughs> driving. I don't know what. Anyways, I get the point, but maybe uh, like <laughs> slow it down a little hey, bit. Hey, I have no tickets on my record. I'm good. Me neither. I got That one got expelled. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that Isaac has this cord that's attached to the headrest with a carabiner on it that is on, I think you have it in the rear behind the driver's yeah, seat driver's side. So that's where i put mine as well but I, I did two i put one carabiner on the cord behind my seat to kind of just go in the wheel well that's where i hang my lunch bag and then i put my backpack on the the passenger seat in the back um and i clip my backpack like the handle there and i clip my lunch bag so then like they both stay in place and i'm not worried about stuff spilling or falling over the place but that's been a huge game changer for me since i did that and uh yeah shout out isaac out for that one pretty stuff
Yeah. Do you still have that one? Yeah. Where'd you get that plastic carabiner? It's like you have a full sized carabiner. It's all plastic. Yeah. Uh, I think I just got them on Amazon. Yeah. They're pretty cool. common on like tactical stuff. Gotcha. I think they're made by ITW Nexus. I believe so. Good to know. Cool. All right. So that's EDC stuff. Uh, any other EDC items? I mean, I have a lot of EDC items, but... Fair. Any other MYOG-related EDC items? No. I think the top pick from this category is Food Lion Grocery Bag. <laughs> it's a really good one. All right. So let's talk about travel systems. Let's go back to you, Carter. Yeah. Um, this is the one you're most excited about, so let's hear it. Um, so some of what I said before applies here, um, but some of it doesn't. So I still think I probably have the least amount of... Uh, like. DIY travel gear, probably. I do need to say that we're going to talk a little bit about like extraneous items that we've made that are in the travel category later, and that's where you probably have made more than anybody else. You've made some really cool travel items. You just don't currently use them. <laughs> yes. Um, so my current travel system is like probably the same as most people. So packing cubes. Uh, so first off, my EDC goes with me when I travel. So I normally I either do a one bag travel or like a one and a half bag. So I basically keep my EDC stuff. So like if I need to go in an overnight, I just have a packing cube and then that goes in my EDC bag. And then that's everything that I need. Cause that already has all my charging cables, my laptop, like everything. Um, but if it's an extended trip and I can't fit all of that in a bag, then I'll carry basically like a carry on bag. So I'll have packing cubes. Uh, I already forgot everything else I carry pretty much packing <laughs> cubes. Like that's basically it of different sizes. So I have made, quite a few of those so hold on but show of hands there's three of us we all use packing cubes right i think the only difference is fabric choice that we would use so like i definitely use packing cubes huge believer must use them but i like light skin personally like i made all of mine out of x15 or yeah uh no v15 <laughs> v15 or light skin because i think light skin looks really cool what do you make them out of carter so the first packing cube I ever made, which you guys have seen, which eventually became part of the packing cube kit, was made from printed VX15. However, I don't use that one anymore, and I use like packing cubes that I bought that are like that can be expanded or what's the word I'm looking for? Compressed. Compressed. Uh, but I do carry two that I made. One of I them is said subtracted. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word either. Uh, I have a Hyper D300 custom printed hex cam uh, pattern that I made but it's lined with 5.0 dcf um and that's uh one of the packing cubes that i always use and it's more like a zpp shape and then if i do need to carry a shoe bag shout out kyle uh i have that uh some of you might remember this but we had this um limited edition jameson's talked about it a lot this like lime green uh dyneema woven material that's TPU like coded pack raft looking material, which is perfect for like dirty, muddy shoes or boots or whatever. So if I need to carry extra shoes, uh, then I also carry that one. So those are like my two main things that I've made that I still carry a ZPP and uh, basically another, this one's more like how Isaac made his cooler where it's flat and it has a zipper on the top, very top and you open it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, what are those things called? It's like a passport case kind of. Yeah. It's like, a, to it's like a top loading zipper. Yeah, it's like not a like a full like laptop opening panel. Isaac, what fabrics do you use for your uh, packing cubes? Uh, so this is where I differ with pack cubes. I 
use store-bought packing cubes because I really like the Night Eyes runoff uh, cubes. And they're basically like a fully waterproof, submersible um, packing cube. And you really I don't care about weight when it comes to travel. <laughs> no, I, well, I would much rather have my things be dry and safe than uh, be ultralight because I've just had way too many experiences where, like, sure. you know, you get caught in the rain or, like, for some reason your bag gets thrown on the back of a dump truck and, like, it starts raining and then all your stuff is soaking wet. I travel yeah. by plane, Isaac. Well, I, I was, I was going to say so. So, one cool thing that's different for all of us is like what we have traveled for. I've mostly only traveled for work. Jameson has traveled for work, but a lot of like vacations and visiting family because they live far away. It's really just a lot of weekends. Isaac's in the military. So, he does also travel and go like cool places, but a lot of his experiences are like he needs a different type of uh, organizational system because it might be on the back of a dump truck. Yeah. Like in. But I mean, even even before that, like I I did a few like mission trips when I was in high school and, you know, going to Africa and South America, like you just never know what, like how your bags are going to get carried to your next destination. So I I want my things to be dry and clean. So fair enough. Makes sense. All right, Carter, we deferred for a long time on packing cubes. Anything else in your travel system? Um, No, outside of those things, that's. Like, I really try to keep it, you know, only exactly what I need, minimal. Like, even the shoes that I carry are shoes that can be worn for, like, needing to dress up a little bit or needing, you know, to dress down a little bit. Uh, they're, like... Should we do, like, a Ripstop, like, style podcast next? You know, where Carter's going to give, like, style tips? Or- I don't know <laughs> if you want that, but I like to... You know, everything is very concise and... Yeah. I have it where it needs to be. I have considered doing something like Isaac was talking about, at least for my laptop and putting it in some sort of dry yeah. thing. Cause, Oh yeah. I use a uh, lock sacks for that. Yeah. Those are sweet. That's what I was just thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. I guess three more. Um, <clears throat> so the ma- <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, I guess the main two that in addition to, tra- I guess I kind of use these as EDC, but they always go into my travel stuff is a at least one roll top dry bag um good call because those are just good to have like i just made like one uh 0.67 dcf roll top dry bag and it just goes with me everywhere so if i ever like am traveling you know within a city or whatever and i need like it's going to be raining right i can just throw uh, an extra layer or whatever into that roll top dry bag and i don't have to worry about it getting yep. wet again dry and clean um, and then the second thing, I always take a laundry bag with me, uh, made out of 1.0 monolite, just cause I like to be able to separate my clean clothes and dirty clothes. And if you're like, you know, staying in an Airbnb or barracks or like whatever, and you have to like walk to a, uh, washer and dryer or laundry room or, what, or whatever, you can just throw your stuff in there. And then like, if there are multiple laundry machines, you can use your, laundry bag to label you know which laundry machine is yours that kind of stuff um and then finally um i will usually take my like toiletry stuff just in a ziploc bag bag <laughs> um a ziploc bag ziploc bag uh <laughs> but if i'm <laughs> if if i'm going to be taking like more than just tooth toothbrush razor mm-hmm. mirror kind of stuff then i have a uh dop kit that i made out of uh melange 
and lined with one of those experimental uh, Dyneema TPU coated things. Mm, is it the orange one? The orange one, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I found some of that in one of my fabric drawers at home the other day. I was thinking about what I could make with it. You got to treasure that stuff. It's true. I All right, so for my system, uh, I also carry a dirty laundry bag, but this is another place where Isaac and I differ. I like to have my dirty laundry bag be sill poly. And the reason why is I used it. So I went up to New Hampshire in January and I went skiing, but I also hung out with some other friends and went for a run. And that bag was so, I was so glad I made it. It's about 14 by 20. It's just a cinch top. Um, but I did a rolled hem and I was so glad I had that bag because the day that we were skiing, it was like 35 and just pissing rain the entire day well not the like six hours of the day so almost the entire day um and all my stuff was soaked i brought a change of clothes to change into for the drive home it was like two hours back down to boston and i was so glad to have a sill poly bag because then all my stuff didn't leak all over the car but also i could take it straight from the car down to the living room or down to the, the laundry room rather <clears throat> hang it up uh, but then like the day after i went for a run with one of my friends and i had sweaty clothes that i had to leave in my backpack and leave in the car for like four or five hours where we were going to a, an event at a friend's house and i was so glad to have a watertight bag that i could throw stuff in which is why you use a dry bag or the roll top dry bag so i totally get it but i love Having just that like a large laundry bag that I can always just toss stuff into because I don't like mingling dirty clothes and clean clothes. Um, but I also do that with my shoe bags. I am also very particular about never having my shoes touch my clothes. So I have sometimes I have like a double bag, a double width bag, or I have like single bags, uh, just depending. Like my trail runners, I have like two individual sil poly bags that I put them in because they're really, really gross. I don't want to get like the mud inside my shoe. Um, but like I always have sil poly shoe bags as well. Yeah, I remember, um, first off, I think the laundry bag idea is really cool. I might assimilate that. Normally, I get around that because, like, the clothes that I wear, depending on what I'm doing, are, are like, merino and, like, you know, having, uh, fortunate to have, like, really, the availability of, like, really nice, like, merino blends and stuff that you could wear for multiple days and it doesn't matter. So, usually, I don't find myself having, like, a ton of dirty laundry unless there's the airplane incident again. <laughs> which a sil poly dry bag probably and for uh, whatever he said, night eyes lock it, throw away the key bags or whatever they're called would have been sweet for that. But uh, what was I saying? I got distracted. The laundry bag. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, um, Oh, I was going to say that um, so we went uh, for my birthday. We went up to Rich- Richmond just for like a night ranch, ranch, man. <laughs> we went up to Ranchman and uh, to see some of our friends and hang out and, watch the world cup. It was really fun. Shout out Val and Darcy. But like me and Isaac both like have our bag or whatever, like pretty much just like a single bag. We set it down and then Jameson pulls his bags out of the car. It's like, I, I, I know this isn't true, but I swear it seems like you pulled out four duffel bags. And then when you open those duffel bags, you legitimately had that whole drawer of ZPPs you're talking about all in use. <laughs> like every, like every time you pulled something out, it was in another ZPP. And I was like, well, he certainly does have it organized, but uh, yes, yeah, both of you guys only had a backpack for the whole weekend, and I had like my work backpack, which is almost all like always full, even when I just go to work for a normal day. Um, which you know, maybe something I could talk to my therapist about. I don't know. <laughs> and then I also had a duffel bag that had like totally separate like clothes and shoes, and like I had. But yeah, uh, to your point about like not having that many dirty clothes, my wife like she teased me at first for a laundry bag because she's like 
what are you getting so dirty that you can't have it commingle with the other clothes? And only when we were traveling and I was like putting my running shorts that I'd used like two times over the course of the week in a hot summer day, like next to her shirt, she was like, yep, you're, you're using a sil poly laundry bag. I don't want that stuff near my clothes. Well, to be fair, and this is the last thing we can move on is that I do use a laundry bag. It's just that I don't have a laundry bag. So normally one of my packing cubes becomes after you change clothes once that packing cube now has less in it those can be combined. And then I one my largest packing cube becomes like my dirty clothes. So I still like yeah. to keep them separate. I just don't carry a separate thing. Now, if I was yeah. gone for five days, I think that I really liked everything that Isaac said about like needing to do laundry and having like a place to like label your stuff and not having stuff everywhere. I, I think that I need to, you know what? I'm going to make one of those. Love it. <clears throat> and it's going to be half monolite, half sil poly. So that it can breathe and it won't grow mushrooms on it and it won't be like the last of us. Uh, but also um, kind of so, make some croakers in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for yeah. people that are newer to MYOG or newer to making gear, um, you'll hear some things mentioned here you may not know about, such as ZPPs or DZPs or ZPKs. These are all acronyms that we use for some of our kits, but these are all very easy things to make. So uh, our ZPP kits are about a they turn into like a 12 by three, 12 by four, uh, three dimensional kind of cube thing. That's great for adopt kits, great for organizations. Our, uh, our stuff sack kit is an awesome kit to make. That's super easy that you can organize clothes or like, that's what I use for my dirty laundry bag. Um, but yeah, just check out some of our kits. Those are all really, really easy EDC and laundry type or, uh, not laundry EDC and travel type gear that are, they're very, very helpful. So check out some of those things. All right, Carter, now to your segue about some of our favorite fabrics for travel. We've mentioned a lot of the big ones. We've mentioned uh, light skin. We've mentioned mono light. We've mentioned sil poly. Are there other couple other fabrics that you all really, really like the look of now that we've decided that the look is probably the most important to us? So uh, what are some of your favorites? Uh, yeah, so we've covered some of them. You talked about the RX line. I think love that it. looks phenomenal. I also love that one because it comes in different weights too there's not a lot of other fabrics that you can get kind of the same look over the different weights true which is so rad which is also why i like light skin so fabrics i think any laminate fabric is going to be awesome right so x-pack or eco-pack specifically those two like comes in lots of different colors different weights it's waterproof it's going to be durable you can bind it you can line it whatever it has structure which i also really like for most things uh in the same vein as the light skin, I think the melange, the 6.5 melange is one of my favorite fabrics. Um, it looks really nice. It's super strong in terms of abrasion and tear and puncture. It, Yeah, it's just a really cool fabric. And then I think Cordura. Uh, we often talk a lot about all the different space age fabrics that we have, but there's nothing wrong with good old good fashioned old, good old nylon. Yeah, 500D, 1000D, or 420D Robic. All of those materials are pretty cost effective they're proven over i don't know 60 years or something probably longer uh they look nice so there's a lot of color options you can get cool tactical colors too that is not what i meant by cool color options (laughs) uh and then the last one i'll say is venom stretch or dyneema stretch meth mesh meth meth (laughs) (laughs) the meshes that are durable but still stretchy are awesome for diy travel stuff because you can recreate a lot of different travel gear that you see and still make it clean so that it doesn't snag on stuff, but you could put a layer uh, on the outside for like a jacket or something like that, or a water bottle 
Um, so I think those meshes are really cool, and it's not really something that you can actually get in made gear. So I think it's a spot where our materials are like actually better than what you could buy in terms of needing a stretch pocket. Yeah, no, the that's a really good call about the Venom stretch mesh. A lot of my things have the Venom stretch mesh, like outdoor gear, but also EDC. It goes on everything, basically. <laughs> uh, anything to add to fabrics, Isaac? Um, did we talk about monolite mm-hmm. and two ten grid stop? That's a good call. That's a. I mean, I feel like most people are really familiar with Cordura and Gridstop. At least for me, when I started working here, I recognize those fabrics that are popularly used in a lot of other applications. A really good call. The HDP Gridstop is really nice. It looks really good, and obviously, it's another one that's been proven. Like, yeah. and it's just a good weight. Yeah, it's not too heavy, not too light where you know it's going to flop over all the time has some structure and collectively it's probably been used for like a million miles of hiking yeah so yeah that's a good one i didn't i did not think of that one at first no well i was specifically thinking of the uh, little dop kit that you keep your razor in Uh, i like that uh the what is that olive drab grid stop yeah yeah another thing to mention for newbies here um all these fabrics that we're mentioning will get linked in the description for the podcast. So go check them out. But also a lot of these can be used for any of these projects. Like you don't have to make, you know, if you don't want to use a sil poly or monolith laundry bag and you want to make it out of two 10 D grid stop, then go for it. Like you can change these fabrics around for the application that you're looking for. You may not want a Cordura laundry bag, but that's your prerogative. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. So feel free to mix and match, make your kit yours, customize it, make it fun. Hey Carter, what's face is woven like a basket, waterproof like a Ziploc, and wear resistant like a nice pair of denim? Uh, one of our producers, Tim. I was thinking Jason, but the actual answer is 5.0 Dyneema composite fabric. Uh, I guess that probably makes more sense. This material makes one of the finest pack fabrics on the market. It's ultralight easy to seam seal, abrasion resistant, and the highest quality branded Dyneema UHMW PE fiber that we all know and love. That is true. You know, not all UHMW PE fibers are created equal. Dyneema fibers are made to the highest specs to ensure that the quality is never, ever compromised. Sounds like you're reading a script. See, but for me, I'm just going to say shop 50DCF on our site by following the link in the description. Okay, all of us have made some really cool uh, travel EDC, maybe even airing on like the side of like vehicle MYOG projects for some of us. Um, and I want to talk about some of them because we made some really, really cool stuff. Just because we've done it the last couple of times, Carter, let's start with you. What are some of the coolest things that you've made that you want to talk about? So I really had to go back into the, uh, I think this is another Kyle word, the Rolodex inside of my head to remember the stuff that I've. That's more of like a Jason word. That was like, you know, Jason probably still uses them, but Kyle says it. (laughs) Kyle Um, knows about it because he learned about it, but Jason was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I actually still have mine. It's in the drawer. Yes. I'm pretty sure he actually said that like a couple days ago. (laughs) Yep. Wouldn't be a podcast if we don't make ageist remarks about Jason. Yep. That's what we do. He's the best, though. Love you, Jason. Love you, Jason. So the coolest things, I don't know. I've made a lot of glasses, cases. Uh, using different laminate materials and fleece on the inside. I've taken like microfiber 
glasses cleaning cloths and use that as the inside of a glasses case so that you could always pretty much clean your glasses every time you put them in the case. I've added snaps on the ends of them to keep the glasses in. I've used spacer mesh. I've made lots of different glasses cases that I've liked. Um, Isaac mentioned this earlier, but one of the one of my favorite things that I've made is really simple, but it's a it's where I keep my first aid kit for backpacking, and sometimes I take it for travel as well. Um, but it is a zipper pouch that has two compartments on the inside, using uh, basically a a pleat to do so. Um, and it's just awesome. I've had it for years. It organizes the stuff how I want. It's really lightweight. I laser cut a Dale Earnhardt three out of the tenacious reflective tape. So it has some reflective on it. So I always know where it is if it's dark and I, I don't know, stabbed myself with a, something that's sharp that stabs and stake. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, a lot of people like it whenever I, show it to them they're like oh my gosh how do you do the divider on the inside it's actually really easy i just um, thought about that i've never done that before and i was like just thinking about it in my head like why haven't i done that it's just like you just take the panel and then just fold it right <laughs> basically it also allows it to expand because you've put a big pleat in there so you can fit more stuff in or different sizes so i like that uh probably the most complex cool thing that i've made is of uh, multiple iterations of like sling bags so a lot of people carry these as either like purses or they might bring it with them and use that as like to go around town if they're traveling. But I've made multiple like sling or shoulder bags uh, that are really cool and have different compartments. Some of them have like one of those zipper pouches that has the compartments in it that actually loads using shock cord and is sideways. So when you take the sling bag and put it over your shoulder, you can open up the zipper and you have like your wallet and your keys and your phone like right where you need it, but then you could take that out. Uh, so I've I might have to consult you on the sling bag thing. I've been actually thinking about making one. Avery, you might have to cut this out because it will get tiny bit graphic for a moment. But this weekend I was riding my bike, I'm training for a big a big race, and like always, like all good people do, I had a fanny pack on. Um, <clears throat> but what happens over the course of about five hours of a waistband that is kind of rubbing yeah over and over again i chafed the crap out of my pelvic area and uh it was terrible so i was like you know what i really want a sling bag now so we have to consult about that yeah and i've i've done multiple different uh like because i also use a sling bag sometimes as a day pack so you need it to like i needed to fit within my backpacking requirements mm-hmm. um but also be able to carry other stuff so one of the Cooler things that you can do is develop different types of harness systems. A cooler sling bag? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> oh. you're talking about. Oh, sorry. You said cooler and I imagine like it was an, like an insulated <laughs> sling bag. I'm sorry. No, I was very confused by what you were saying. <laughs> it was not a joke. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. That's why I was like giving you a chance. I was like, yeah, uh, but then it never came. Uh, basically you can develop different harness systems. Shout out my guy, Trent. Um, from Athletipack. He does a lot of stuff with this. Um, uh, but basically making it to where you can take like shock cord or other things and strap it around the other side of your body so that you have a secure thing that you can run in or hike in, or in your case, you'd probably want that for cycling so yeah. that it's not like sliding, sliding about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- <clears throat> those are, uh, and then the last thing is I made my wife a makeup bag. At a 5.0 DCF, that's really cool because it's actually a circle. 
but it has a zipper on it. And when you zip it up, it's basically like a taco. But when you unzip it, it, it like opens up and makes like basically like a mat that you can lay down on a table and find whatever toiletries or makeup you need. So I really like that. Although she lost it. So if you're listening to this, Ashley, I'm never making one of those again. So yeah, that's my stuff. What are we talking about? Again? <laughs> uh, interesting what? travel projects that you've made that aren't uh, necessarily yeah. just like EDC or packing cubes. Uh, well, I think probably a year and a half ago or so now, um, some of you may remember that, but I made a few like organizational pouches for the truck that I got uh, at that time. That was a weird way to say that, but um, you, still you made it. it sound like someone stole your truck or something. Yeah, I, I still have it, but <laughs> I was trying to say like when I when it was new, I made these, but it's still new. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You I got a new truck and you were excited and you were like, "How can I make this more functional?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're the pouches that are under the back seat. Yeah. Okay, so they're still there. Yeah, they're, they're still, still there. Okay. Yep. It sounded like, you know, you're talking to someone. <laughs> you're talking to someone and you're not sure if like maybe their grandfather has passed away or not. And you're like trying to figure out how to like Yeah, so is everybody still here and hanging out or <laughs> Okay, anyways. So you made pouches. Yep. I made pouches uh that like insert underneath my back seats and they're black X fifty lined with uh yeah. Tactical black X50, X50 tactical, uh, lined with the burnt orange uh, 210D grid stop. Nice. They're really cool. How do they attach? Are they they're like Velcro backed? I can't no, remember they, how you did it. I just put like um, daisy chain webbing on the outside, basically. Oh. And then I used shock cord and cord locks to like attach to like some buttons that are on the little pocket things. Hopefully we can get pictures of all this stuff. Uh, Good luck, Tim. Tim makes the the videos with the pictures. Well, it would be really cool because like what Isaac's talking about is awesome, and I've seen it, and it's like, wow, that's really impressive and inspiring to maybe make something like that. But it's hard to tell if you're just like, Definitely. yeah, I had like shot cord and it went on some buttons, and yeah. But yeah. there's no other way to describe it. But yeah. hopefully we can get some pictures of some of this stuff so that people can either check out Instagram or something and see. Yeah, that'd be cool. What we made. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other thing is again something that i've talked about in the past but i have a uh, like a waterproof uh basically a pelican case for like my laptop and some other stuff um and i made a basically like a messenger style bag to put that in uh cuz it doesn't have a shoulder strap it just has like a single hand uh handle handle yeah that's it handle uh, it's hand isn't strap it, isn't it weird how you get in front of a microphone and you like forget the word like handle all of a sudden yeah um but then like i also kind of integrated some like zpp at the i mean i made this before i started working here so they were just pouches at the time they weren't zpps uh but i put velcro on those and then velcro on the outer pocket of this messenger bag so that i could like velcro in and out the zpps and then that's what i had like color-coded paracord on the zipper poles so that i knew like you know red was batteries orange was cables whatever i don't think you're giving yourself enough credit because you've made two other pieces that are really cool these days recently i mean one we talked about like the rifle case the waterproof rifle oh, case yeah. x50 well, then, that's not really like travel, I guess. For you, it is. <laughs> You're going. <laughs> you you got to go to work. You have it on the daily. <laughs> and then the radio bag. Yeah. 
yeah, again, not really travel. Just you also bring that on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so the rifle case uh, is just like a again X fifty. This time woodland camo. All of these things are X fifty tactical. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, X fifty woodland camo. Uh, the rifle case is basically like a tapered dry bag that I put like a handle and some beastie D's on so I can use a, you know, a shoulder strap and it just rolls down like a roll top dry bag. Um, and then my radio bag is, uh, kind of a weird, very, it is so cool though. It is incredible. So well, tell what kind of radio is it? Maybe people have a better picture if they know what it looks like. Yeah. So I recently got my amateur radio license. Um, my call sign is KQ4 FIU. If anyone's wondering, uh, if you want to look me up on qrz.com. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, so it's, it, my radio is a Yesu FTM 6,000. Um, and the bag is, it's basically just like a bag that the radio like goes down into, it has a roll top dry bag, uh, like enclosure. And then on the front, there's a, another pouch that has like a pass through for the power cable. And then the front, pocket is where i keep like the battery and the power management stuff and all that so it looks awesome cool all right jameson all right i've Let's made some cool stuff recently or things that i'm really excited about first well the first thing on the list it was i made a garment bag last summer um i made I that it was intense yeah it was really cool though i'm really stoked with how it turned out i made that out of ls21 and then we got some what is it we got some tnt from challenge Mm. that we were able to just kind of play with and mess around with and i wanted to have like a window on the top so you could see what was in there and kind of sort through stuff so i put two from like the shoulder height if you will if you're like handing a suit jacket in there it's about from the shoulder up is a window that you can kind of see into the garment bag and then from that down is is ls21 i did like an accordion pocket one of the sides like for me i put like my dress socks and my dress belt in there um I sized it so that like my wife could fit her dresses, but I could easily fit a suit. It's not like a full, not like a five foot long one. It's kind of like a middle length. It wasn't just like a suit jacket height or a dress height. Um, so you could wear dress shorts. Exactly. Yeah. Like the schoolboy swag. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, that thing was really cool though. I'm really pumped with how well that turned with your, out with your woven belt and deck shoes. Yes. With my, uh, my sweater tied around my neck. Yeah. Um, your otter box on your hip. Ew. <laughs> uh, anyway, the garment bag was really awesome. Recently, I've made some cases for my wife. Um, I made a Kindle case, which she really, really likes. That is the Moto Denim with Dyneema on the outside with the Sage Power Grid from Polar Direct on the inside. I made a case for her Nintendo Switch. That's RX36 on the outside with the Polar Tech Fleet 100 fleece on the inside. And I made a glasses case, also Moto Denim on the outside with the 100 fleece on the inside. Um, I've talked a lot about fanny packs. I've made a lot of different cool fanny packs. A um, lot. A lot of fanny packs. A lot. It's like the number one thing that my wife likes to be like, hey, can you make one of my friends this thing? <laughs> um, and I just have like, you know, five or six on my own. Uh, and then most recently, <clears throat> as in five days ago, I made a car awning. I recently got a new car and it's more of like an SUV style than my last one. Um, and I'm going to a bike race in March and I'm really pumped. So I made a tapered car awning that attaches to the roof rack. And then, um, 
kind of gets wider as it goes out because I needed the width along the car to be correct so that it could actually attach to something. And then it kind of goes out has a center ridge line. So you can either pitch it with one pole or two poles. Um, but it's pretty sweet. I know it's kind of more car Jason is like everyday carry travel type stuff, but I'm going to pretend like car camping is traveling as well. But yeah, the car hunting is really, really awesome. That's a one nine grip stop coded PU, whatever. How you say that? One nine PU. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it turned out really well. Yeah. We need to set it up and have a little party under there. Couldn't agree more. All right. That just about does it for this edition of, uh, Rip Stuff on the Record. No, we definitely appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you have cool travel projects, we'd love to see them. I think that's one of my favorite type of projects to see. So if there's a problem that you solved in your everyday carry or travel, send us pictures of it. Uh, we'd love to see it. We'll try to get pictures of all this stuff if we can, or some of it. So you have a good idea of what we're rambling on about and yeah, like subscribe, do all the things that help us keep doing this and remember to make good gear and drink good beer. <laughs>